In today's show, we're looking ahead to Thursday in the NBA. Michael Bolton. Thanks, Josh. It's Michael Bolton here, and it's time for another episode of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast. Let's get to it. Let's get to it, indeed. You are Locked On Fantasy Basketball, your daily fantasy basketball podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast brought to you by Basketball Monster. My name is Josh Lloyd and I am the lead fantasy analyst at BasketballMonster.com and at Yahoo Sports Australia. And you can find me on Twitter as always at RedRock underscore Beeble and on Instagram at Locked On Fantasy Basketball. Let's look ahead to Thursday in the NBA. What to watch for? Start off with Lakers and Heat. Looks like Andre Drummond will be returning. Marcus Sol had probably his best game for the season last game. Are they just going to kick his ass out of the rotation completely? It... Uh, sure feels that way. Oh, hi, Mark. Montrezl Harrell was ejected last game, so he'll be back. So how they run that rotation, how Drummond looks, because he didn't look all that good in that first game. Let's see how he goes in this one. And then Markeith Morris has been putting up some solid enough back-end 12-team league value. I do think Drummond will have an impact on him because of the way that he rebounds, and that will impact Markeith's value in getting those boards. So I think that 12-team run may end with Drummond um, likely to return. Well, for the Heat, it's been three pretty substandard games for Victor Oladipo so far for them. Can he change that around? The minutes were encouraging last game for sure. He scored all right, but efficiency remains a problem. And I don't know, he just hasn't been good. So let's see if he can get back into 12-team consideration. Well, Tyler Hero has been pretty solid since the trade deadline. You're pushing into that back-end 12-team league area, scoring all right, getting some assists, hitting some threes. I want to see how he looks and Oladipo. And they've kicked none out of the rotation. We know that. So let's see how all these guards work together. The Bulls and the Raptors. Kobe White played a lot of minutes last game, 30-plus. I don't... 100% expect that to continue here, but it is worth paying attention to, to see whether they can run that. Now, Garrett Temple is out once more, so that does help someone like White get extra minutes off the bench. I don't think that Sadoransky is losing the starting job or anything along those lines, and Sadoransky got more minutes than White last game. But White's playing time is very curious. While Levine is struggling a little bit, the shots just aren't going in at the same level they were to begin this season. He's doing some stuff with Nikola Vucevic, and that's losing some of his efficiency, or sorry, losing some of his usage, um, running a lot more pick and rolls. It just hasn't been the same for Levine, and I think the ankle might still be bothering him. For the Raptors, it's time for Malachi Flynn again. No Van Vliet, no Lowry. I don't know whether they'll start Flynn or they'll start Bembry, but both of these guys have put up pretty big games in each of the last two, and there's another opportunity for them again against the Chicago Bulls, so I look to them as pretty solid stream options. There's still three more games for the Raptors this week, and uh, a great opportunity for them to put up some more big numbers. The Cavs and the Thunder. Kevin Love has been surprisingly spry so far. They'll start him again. He played 26 minutes last game where they push him even higher. He got a double-double. Um, you know, what's his role going to be on a team again with no Larry Nance and no Jared Allen? So Dean Wade will likely start next to Love. So another big opportunity for him. And then what does that mean for Isaiah Hartenstein, who played big minutes off the bench last game? His role is far from secure in terms of how much they play him behind Love and Wade, but I'd like to see him get those 26-27 a night pretty much every game. Unfortunately, I'm not really sure that's what we're going to get from him all the time, but I am very interested to see how he looks. Well, for the Thunder, Moses Brown, it's been rough the last couple for the C-parter. Um, yeah, really struggled on Wednesday. Not not his best performance. Couldn't hit any shots. 
He is trending towards a drop for sure. Now, he's still got the bulk of those minutes over Tony Bradley, so that's encouraging. And in general, I probably would hold on to Moses, but it's been rough these last couple of games. But it hasn't, well, it wasn't rough for Alexei Pokyashevsky, who is a 12 team league guy, went absolutely bananas on. Um, on Wednesday, uh, with some big numbers, he he's going to have these games where he, he hits shots, and then he's going to have a bunch where he doesn't hit them, but he just has this ability, which is super exciting, and he is uh, turning it on at the moment. The Bucks and the Mavs. Drew Holiday has been a top 10 player over the last month, and let's see if that can continue. Yanni Antetokounmpo is out once again. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Oh. So Drew doesn't have any issues with usage. Let's see if he can keep up this insane efficiency and the insane um, steal rate. Big numbers here, hopefully, for Drew. Well, Jeff Teague played pretty well last game for Milwaukee. My name is Jeff. I honestly don't trust it, but him getting those minutes, maybe it has an impact on guys like DiVincenzo. It didn't in that last game, but he did play well, Jeff Teague. For the Mavs, Jalen Brunson continues to play at a high level. I do like him as a back-end 12-team league player. This is a back-to-back so I think we have to assume that uh, Porzingis won't play, and that could help Brunson. It also should help Dorian Finney-Smith, especially if Maxi Kleber is out again. Finney-Smith uh, is a guy that you know, has had some interesting performances. He's more of a steals and rebounds-ish type of guy who hits some threes, but with an opportunity if KP is out, uh, maybe some extra production can come his way. Pistons and the Kings. Killian Hayes should return. I think there's a pretty decent chance that he starts. Saban Lee obviously isn't the answer there. Hayes looked really good last game. I think there's a chance that he starts in this one. They're going to have no Jeremy Grant as well, so big opportunity for Hayes. And Tyler Cook, do they go with Cook starting ahead of Sikul Dumbaya in place of Jeremy Grant? They have just signed Cook to a multi-year deal. Dwayne Casey loves him. Dwayne Casey also loves playing a 13-man rotation, which is obviously batshit insane. But there is a chance for Cook to push up into a larger role with Grant out. For the Kings, Rashawn Holmes has been a little bit down in his numbers recently. Let's hope he can get that going. And against this Pistons team, I feel some decent level of confidence. And same with Tyrese Halliburton, who's just been solid. But we haven't seen anything really spectacular from Tyrese. Usage remains low, and I think that's going to be a problem for him all throughout his career. But he does remain, obviously, a must-roster player. The Blazers and the Jazz. Yusuf Nurkic has been upgraded to questionable, so Ennis Cantor's role if yeah, Nurkic is in or out, is a big question mark. I think Cantor's worth at least holding for now while Nurkic is unsure in terms of his knee inflammation. And then Storm and Norman Powell, who's been pretty good. Not quite as good as Raptors Powell, but still pretty good. He has appeared with some toe inflammation. He is probable on the injury report, so that's one to watch. Now, probable means that there's every likelihood that he plays. But is that toe inflammation impacting his shooting? That's something we're going to have to watch. It is a back-to-back for the Jazz, so I imagine that Jinglin Joe Ingles moves into the starting lineup for Mike Conley. His recent production hasn't been great, but this is a good opportunity to use him because he does thrive in that starting lineup. Well, it is also a good chance for us to watch Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. Rudy Gobert. He started off pretty slow from a fantasy perspective, but he has picked it up. Now, the free throws remain an issue for Gobert, but him going against Ennis Cantor should be uh, should be pretty interesting to see what Gobert can do to Ennis if that is indeed the matchup. Suns and Clippers back-to-back for Phoenix. Chris Paul has been playing at a really high level. He was on my Sal High show earlier today. Let's see how he goes there. Well, Jay Crowder, is it going to be good Jay Crowder? Is it going to be bad Jay Crowder? Sometimes it may be good, sometimes it may be shit. He can still be an assist, oh, sorry, an assist, a steals and threes type streamer. Well, for the Clippers, Reggie Jackson was excellent last game. Um, I imagine they bring him off the bench again, but he seems to be ahead of Luke Kennard and Terrence Mann. Only a stream option at best. Well, DeMarcus Cousins, I'm not even sure that he plays. Serge Barker is out of this game, so maybe Cousins gets in, but he only played like you know, 
three minutes, I think, in the second quarter, and then garbage time in that last one. He put up some okay numbers, but will he get those minutes over Patrick Patterson in this game? How he looks here is, is going to be pretty in, interesting to see how he looks long-term um, and whether he can get himself a, a rest-of-season contract or a second 10-day. In terms of stream options, DeAndre Bembry, of course, if Malachi Flynn's not rostered, you add him. Muxy Kleber, if he plays, could be a stream option. Isaiah Stewart, Royce O'Neal, and Dorian Finney-Smith, even though those two guys are just like the Spider-Man meme. And then we go into points leagues. Teo Maladon, Malachi Flynn, Tomas Sadoransky, MC Hamadou Diallo, and Josh Richardson, who has dropped below 50% rostered in Yahoo. He can be an option for us there. Guys, that'll do it for me today. Don't forget to subscribe. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and on YouTube. Leave your comments. Hit the bell. Give it a thumbs up, guys. We are done here. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. See ya.